Good morning. Welcome to Thursday Quick Thought this morning. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, this past Sunday, I had the privilege again to preach at Massey Bible Chapel. Um, so I'm going to just play a quick clip from that this morning. Why is it that so many of us struggle to pray? I would say in many ways it's because we tend to try to compartmentalize our lives. We just went through Christmas, was it a couple weeks ago, a week ago, some days ago. Um, one of my favorite things about Christmas is the nice big Christmas meal that we get to have. The, the turkey, the stuffing, the gravy, the potatoes, the other vegetables that we don't really need. Um, now there are two different ways that you can eat a Christmas meal. There is the right way where you just put everything on the plate together and mix it all up like, like a big glorious Christmas slop. And then there's the way that my wife does it, where everything has its own little corner on the plate and nothing can touch each other and it's just all nicely separated. And I think we tend to treat our lives like the way my wife treats her Christmas dinner. And, and everything's got its own little corner. We compartmental, that's a hard word. Yeah. We compartmentalize. We tend to think my work life is over in this corner. There's my professional life over here. My friendship life is over here. Uh, my church life is over here. And, and we just think that they can't touch or they can't cross over. And what we need to understand is that God doesn't want to be part of your life. He doesn't want to be part of your life for five minutes in the morning and then say, good luck, have a good day, see you same place, same time tomorrow. Those times are important, but he doesn't just want to be part of your life. He is your life. He is every part of what matters in your life. And he promises you that he will never leave you, and he will never forsake you. Since he's always with you, prayer isn't just an action you do, it's a way that you live. When you look at the way Jesus lived, he practiced the, the presence and the priority of prayer. He had uninterrupted time and fellowship with his Father. He was always praying. In fact, I want to show you a verse that... Um, if you're looking for a short verse to memorize, this is a pretty good one. Um, but it's honestly one that, that made me uncomfortable for a long time because it induced kind of extreme prayer guilt. I always felt guilty when I read it. I don't pray enough. I don't pray good enough. And this one used to really induce the guilt in that until I really understood what it meant. So I'm going to read it in three different versions. It's 1 Thessalonians 5.17. In the New Living Translation, the NLT, says this, Never stop praying. Never stop praying. The New International Version says, Pray continually. Pray continually. In the King James Version, it says, Pray without ceasing. Now, this used to make me feel guilty because I thought, I can't pray for five minutes straight without getting distracted. And now I'm being told to 
to pray without ceasing, to pray continually, to never stop praying. How am I supposed to do this? I can hardly pray at all. And then it started to dawn on me as I looked at the way Jesus prayed that, again, it wasn't an action. It was, it was just a way of life. It was an ongoing awareness that God never leaves you and he never forsakes you. He's with you. And so you can talk to him anywhere, anytime. You don't have to break away and kneel down and fold your hands, though that's important to building the relationship. But you can just talk to him while you're driving or, or while you're at work. Or talk to him while that one person at work is, is getting on your nerves again. Just ask God to give you grace for that person. You can talk to him when you, when you lose your temper at your kids. And talk to him when you're running late for church and you're about to lose your witness because you're running late for church. Um, you can talk to him when you forget something, when you can't find your keys, when you're, when you're worried about somebody. You can talk to him like he's your friend because he is. So prayer is getting alone with God. Do that. Find your place of prayer. But it's so much more than that. Prayer is living in God's presence. Prayer is experiencing God's grace. Prayer is hearing his whisper throughout the day. It's enjoying his power. It's experiencing his peace. Prayer isn't getting God to do what we want, but prayer is aligning our will with his and delighting as we see his will being carried out in our lives. I've been reading through this book here by Andy Squires. Um, it's, I don't know, it's, I mean, it's a book as in like it's pages that are bound together. It's more of, it's got song lyrics and kind of just his musings about God. Um, and he says in that book, he says that sometimes he's lost somewhere in his own mind doing an elaborate dance, hoping that God will show up later and do something. But then he says this, God's not on his way. God's not coming. Because he's right here at my kitchen sink. Because right now I happen to be doing the dishes. God is always with us. Jesus is always here. And Jesus demonstrated for us that prayer isn't just something that you do. Prayer is a way that you live. It's not an event. It's a relationship. So let's live a lifestyle of prayer in 2022 and rejoice as we see God's will carried out in us and through us. Mm -hmm.